0: Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am an overcomer, writer, speaker, and God enthusiast. I am fueled by helping women achieve their emotional healing so that they can live the abundant life God has for them. In this podcast series, we provide faith-based inspiration to men from emotional hurt, along with tools and tips for emotional wellness. In your journey, as you apply these tools and tips, you will begin to live the transformed life that you always desire. In fact, you will possess a new you. Glad you returned! At a healing piece, we'd like to pause for a moment And recap our previous episode. If you've been listening, I was interviewed by Keisha Simone of DFWI Radio. If you haven't heard them, there's no shame. Just go back and listen to them. Before I start the recap and give you guys all those wonderful tools and tips, I just want to do a little check-in with you. How are you doing with the homework assignments? How are you doing putting some of those tools and tips in practice? And as I say this, and I've been thinking, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm actually giving you guys a lot of homework, but I don't want you to get overwhelmed by it and, and feel like you can't do it. So I would recommend just picking one or two items, jot them down, and also put down how you're going to put them into practice. And then over time, keep checking in, write out how you're progressing in them. And when you're proactive in taking small steps. Before you know it, you have walked a mile, a two, or even three. Do what works best for you, but do the work. Anyways, I don't want to keep talking over and over and over and over again. Let's get into our tools and tips from the previous episodes. And as you listen, you may be surprised, like, wow, that was a lot of good content. You're right, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, wait, wait. I know I said I'll get started, but I just remembered. I know in the last half of the second interview, I talked about getting in contact with me. If you want to do the same, feel free. Please go to ahealingpeace.com, select the interact tab, and then there's a link called contact us. From there, drop us a line and I will surely respond. But no, I can only respond if a valid email address is included, I'll respond via email. Just wanna throw that out there. Let's move forward, tools and tips. Here we go, diving in. Tip number one, shame and guilt have negative consequences in our lives. That's just the reality of it. The first first consequence is that we can remain trapped in trauma Or bad situations. Instead of having the freedom to pursue healthier lifestyles like emotional and physical self-care, those things are healthy lifestyles. But what shame and guilt does, it contributes to reliving pain and trauma over and over again. Why? Okay, I'm trying to break it down. Hopefully it's not too complicated. Because sometimes we feel so bad, that it becomes difficult to pursue healthier outcomes. It may be, you know, something in your everyday life when you're struggling with doing good for yourself, spending time to take care of yourself. Sometimes you may think, ah, oh no, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to give to everyone else first. And and when I think about doing something for me, uh, I feel like I'm being selfish. And and then there's this web of things that come with it. And so your tip is, when you are struggling with doing good for yourself, spend time to identify if shame and guilt are present. Again, do you feel guilty or less of a person when you place your needs first? Are you ashamed of your current situation? Thinking that you're less of a person or you're too foolish. I've been there many times. I feel so bad for my behavior or allowing myself to be in a certain predicament that I get so consumed with that shame and guilt that I don't want to look bad. I don't want to allow other people to see my faults. And I minimize my experiences, I minimize how bad it is to the point that I stay and relive traumatic experiences. So again, with this tool and tip, take a moment to identify when you're struggling with doing good for yourself and spend time to see if shame and guilt are present. When you realize it, it will help you to say, you know what? I'm going to take care of myself today. Tip number two, trusting the right people who are not causing more harm. This is hard because again, people have caused pain and inflicted harm and now it's time to find individuals who have the complete opposite behavior. And so the tip in that is, how do I know how to screen these people? to make sure that I'm not getting in any more traumatic or worse relationships. Well, again, go to ahealingpeace.com on there in the resource section, there's two books, Boundaries and Safe People. They're both by Cloud and Townsend. Pick them up, they're great reads, they're simple, they're practical, but they will continue to reinforce good habits Of finding the right people to help. Tip number three, which is actually the first principle in the four principles, which is transformation prayer. Talk to God as if He is right next to you. Allow that conversation time to provide you with clarity about your situation. Asking for help, encourage in that time with God to tackle your situations. Also, keep a journal of what God has brought you out of as well as those items that he told you no. Spend time and reflect on the things that you've written down to begin to understand the bigger picture. Is God trying to get you to learn something about your character the next tip is to journal through your disappointments identify the areas where you stop pursuing your gifts and talents submit these areas of your life back to god by being surrendered to how he wants to manifest them in your life remember remember, and I stress and I encourage this, that God always has a purpose. Surrender to it and continually seek his purpose for your life. That's where the discipline comes in, seeking his face, his will versus our own. And as you embrace your gifts and talents, which is tip number five, even though you may feel disappointed, know that God did not make a mistake in the gifts and talents that he provided you. And also know that you have value. You have a lot of value. Why? Because you're awesome. Just remember, you're awesome. Okay, the second principle, which is tip number six, is your emotions are not fact checkers. I still have a hard time saying that, but it's F A C T. Anyways, as we were talking about in the interview, emotions can be draining. And when you endure trauma or repeated bad experiences, it is natural for most people to have elevated emotions. Like those things just pop up. It's natural. It's just, that's just part of the, the consequence of being in those circumstances. And remember that these emotions are to alert you when something is not right. But sometimes, and a large percentage, they don't tell the complete truth. In this tip, it's, hey, retrain your brain to look for the truth in a situation versus your emotions. And especially emotions from previous experiences. Stop projecting. Look for the truth versus the reality that you created from previous pain. Okay, here's the next tip, which is our third principle for emotional wellness be your best cheerleader. To be your best cheerleader, identify your affirmations, or what I call them, your I am statement. As you have identified them then it becomes you're gonna be them you gonna, you gonna embody them you're gonna talk about you're gonna believe them you gonna, it's yours to embrace for instance in an interview I shared that my M statements are I'm beautiful I'm intelligent and I'm loved for you spend time pick three pick four pick five some of you guys probably can pick 20 because it comes so natural. And then some of you may struggle with just finding one. But whatever is how you are in your circumstance, just do the assignment. Write them down and reiterate them in your life. You can place them on the mirror. You can have them in a journal. And every time you uh, wake up in the morning, you look at the journal. There's different things that you can do. But at the end of the day, Bottom line is own your own statements. Feed your mind and connect with who God created you to be and not what society tells you. And tip number eight, which is if you're applying tip number seven, you will begin to shift your perception of yourself. Simply, tip eight is to change your perception, your mind, by focusing on your I am statement. And watch out! Once you do that, you're gonna fuel the good that's in you versus those negative thoughts that pretty much foster even more cray cray. Shame how that works. All right, tip number nine, which is the fourth principle of Discover Your Purpose. Find things that you like to do and spend time doing them. When you are focused on what you like to do, you're not focused on what others are doing. The result of this is that you stay on your path and you stay in your lane doing what the Lord had told you to do. It's quite interesting how that works (laughs) out. The last tip, tip number seven, because you know how I like to give you guys 10. I I made sure I said, I'm going to give you 10. The 10 is when you are in your purpose, God will bring people to you. They will be attracted to the happier you, and they will want to live the vibrant life that you possess. Yes, ladies, 10 wonderful tips. And as I stated previously, pick one or two, focus on them, own them, tackle them, and I bet you, you're going to be walking around with an extra little strut, being all the more confident about who the Lord has made you, and the life that you're living is your life and not somebody else. Okay, I'm getting a little too excited. Anyways. Looking forward to you guys for next time. We got some great stuff coming ahead. I'm still excited. We're going to just keep blowing it off this year and enjoying life. See you next time.